Good night. It's so ominous. Tick tock. Tick tock. Podcast, the show that is your plea to be completely free from infection, to be used at your discretion, waiting only for direction, your plea to be on with the show. <laughs> Thank you, Autopilot. <laughs> we are the movie dummies. Uh, we're just a bunch of dummies who come talk about movies. This week we're talking about Coming to America, oh, 1988 film. Uh, <laughs> And that's some new theme music for listeners to the podcast. They might note that uh, that is the Abandon remix of the Interstellar theme by Hans Zimmer. So thanks to Abandon on uh, SoundCloud for giving us permission to use that. Nah, my mom won't recognize that. <laughs> uh, I'm Joe. Oh, I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Yay, no Adam this week, but uh, we're going we're gonna to no push Adam. on anyways. Um like I said before, 1988 film, Coming to America, the height of Eddie Murphy's powers. But before we get there, let's talk about some wrecks. I know what Angela's is, so let's just get through it. Oh, come on. What? I have two. I have two. <laughs> that can't Whoa. be possible. Break I do. Well, Although, one, one's kind of a cheat because I talked about it last week. I finished Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, boy. Love it so much. Love it so much. It's so wonderful. So I finished it too, and Mm -hmm. I would have to say the writing in the second season is just about perfect. It really is. It it's it's just so it's 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 funny and it's endearing. And you're right, it is tight. There's absolutely nothing lost. You know, nothing wasted. So many called back jokes. And I I don't remember the last time I watched a show and laughed out loud as much. Oh as yeah, I, when I, I mean, watched this, it's just good fun, yeah. and it's cute. It's it cute. Who would have thought that a zombie woman would be cute? But she and the is. world's getting bigger too. Yes, yes, because she's not the only one. And well, not just that. There's the, the <sighs> secret order. Oh um, yeah, yeah. By yeah. holy pact to hunt down Ooh. these undead. So. That guy was, <laughs> he was like a surfer bum. Yeah, he, he's just a freaking loser. And he's like, <laughs> right? listen, it's Deborah, or whatever the hell her name was. Right. It's not my fault that I have been charged by God. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is my calling, babe. <laughs> it's really funny, yeah. I, oh I can't recommend gosh. it enough. Both seasons are available on Netflix now. Watch them both. They're both wonderful. Um, my second recommendation is a half, maybe recommendation. Okay, and that is uh, Far Cry Five. Far Cry Five came out last week, and my husband and I purchased it at once because we're big fans of the Far Cry uh, universe series, whatever. Video game verse. Yeah, and I was somewhat let down. They completely changed the structure of the game Hmm. which bummed me out hard um Hmm. 
there's you know there are some things that are just that are just inherently far cry and they don't exist in this game anymore and i i'm i've promised my husband i'll give it a shot so i'm still playing it but i'm not loving it so if you're a big fan of the far cry structure maybe just stick with far cry 4 for now Hmm. gotcha all right so a meh I think I saw it is. I don't know. I don't want to say too much. I saw a GIF online of someone trying to kill a turkey, and it was indestructible. <laughs> and I think it was in Far it's Cry Five. Probably there are turkeys in Far Cry Five and Far Cry Five. Wow, is very glitchy. So, like they were shooting it with I a flamethrower, and it was just on fire attacking him. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay. I had a earlier. I had a guy zip line into a wall and then just stay there. He was just. <laughs> He was just there at, in the wall, even after the mission was over and everything. Couldn't shoot him. He didn't do anything. He was just chilling on the wall. This is my home now. Yeah, <laughs> just became was he part, of, part the of the wall. Was he part of the wall? No, he was. He was definitely in front of it, hanging from the zip line. But oh, <laughs> but that was all he did for like a half an hour. So I'm like, okay, glitchy. So. Hopefully they'll be releasing Bye. some patches soon. That's what he's going to say when he falls off the zip. Bye. Glitch line. <laughs> Glitches. No, no, no. So that's it. Okay. Hmm. Oh, we have a technical difficulty here. Shannon's wondering why she can't hear very well. She has her headphones in the wrong ears. Seriously? Oh, Shannon. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> so, does Matt, that mean- <laughs> what do you got for recommendations, Bubba? Well, I have a video game. Mm. Ooh. And it is a big, cool game with lots of fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh. Okay, then. It, best game. Best game. It's probably it's best game. game. Good. Um, so, you called- texted me ominously this week that I just played the. Second best game I've ever played in my life. Is that the game third. you're talking about? Third, yes. Oh, third. Okay, what's it called? A Way Out. Oh, oh. A Way Out. There's an amazing thing about this game is that you it's a co-op game, so you actually have to play it with another person, but only one person has to own it for you to be able to play it with two people. So mm-hmm. I can attest to awesome. that. Me and Matt tried it out this week. Mm-hmm. For a brief period of time. Yes. My schedule so is Joe, Joe does not know how good the game is. No. I know how crappy my computer is. <laughs> <laughs> when the graphics uh, were on negative and it was still choppy. <laughs> um, there's uh, there's some amazing parts in that game. Um, there's a part towards the end that I was like flipping out about, and I know Adam would love it because it takes place on uh, some like dirt bikes and there's enemies shooting everywhere. And then just like slow motion thing happens. And I was freaking out because it was so cool. Nice. Okay. 
I will add that when me and Matt were playing it, I couldn't. The audio was only like the music and the sound effects, but the voice actors weren't coming through my headphones. So I was getting. That might some- be a good thing because you would have been like, "Matt, what the hell is this? This is jank. This is crap." <laughs> Turning well, this off. Well, I had to make my not- own voices because I had subtitles. Right. <laughs> but my two hardened prisoners sounded a lot different than I bet you they went the direction they went. Oh yes, yeah, they're probably oh, look, a, a pony, whole lot less <laughs> high pitched. Yeah, so they're probably talking like Batman. Oh yeah, or the Homeiron Monster and Big Mouth, Hormiron Hormone, whatever. Yeah, Hermione. Uh, Hermione. Uh, okay, so the Heine. Yeah. This game is awesome. Uh, I would recommend anybody play it or beg a friend to buy it so that you can play it. Um, is it single player at all? I or? don't think so. I I guess I could try and find out, but hmm. I think it's supposed to be strictly co-op. Okay, uh, you can you can play with random people online in case you're like the kind of person who doesn't have friends. Matchmaking. Like I'm that person. Me too. I'm me three. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> All my friends are here on this conversation right now. Okay, Matt. Anything else? I know. Oh, no. you, get, you get... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't know what she said either. <laughs> I'm sitting right here and I don't understand what she said. <laughs> I'm going back to my world. See ya. She's trying to figure out an impression to do, so she's scrolling through her phone, ignoring us. Then she comes out of the woodwork with some phrase no one knows what she's saying. <laughs> she's speaking to binary. <laughs> Navajo code talker. Anyways, what's up, Matt? Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, my recommendation. But uh, we should also mention the recommendation we all have. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Let's hear it. Ready, player one. Yes. Well, most of us. Most of us have. Yep. Well, yes. Yeah. Three out of four is not bad. Check out moviedummies.com for our spoiler cast review of the movie. Only if you've seen it. Spoiler alert. If you've seen it and you want to discuss... We have the episode just for you. If you yes. haven't seen it, don't listen to that because we go we talk in depth about the book and the film and the differences. And so we'll just talk about it now, so you can want to see it because it's amazing. The movie is very good. That being said, yeah. it is wildly different from the book. It is. Oh yes, yeah. But to I'm an extent that much... Harry Potter fans will never understand. <laughs> what? Okay, wait, wait. Let's back that up because. Angela, you've read Harry Potter, and you've seen the movies. Well, she doesn't mm-hmm. like the movies because she likes the books better. Right, and I've heard that from Joe. Can you give me some insight into why? Uh, the big thing is that there's a lot of... There's just a lot missing. I, I, I question Rowling's choices in... Well, it's her story. Life. I mean, geez, whatever. I, I know, but as a avid fan of the books, I, I question why why she would make the choices that she made in putting it to film. and what to cut and what to cut and what not to i mean there that's was a an huge, impossible choice uh, you know there there are whole characters missing you know there's a whole plot line that's kind of important to to hermione's existence in the universe and it's just gone out of the movies there's yeah but that. is it kind of important or is it just kind of important like, if, if it's not there, you're not missing it. And she's still a well-rounded character. She's still one of the strongest female characters in film. Is she, though? Kind of. I don't know. She goes through some adolescent stuff, sure. But, you know, she saves the day more times than not. 
She beat oh, Joe Lewis's ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Lewis, 137 years old. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's it's. Well, that being said, it's just such a it's just such a larger, rich universe, and I. I I, I honestly think it would have been better served as a television series as opposed to movies anyway. Well, well the medium of film does change things. And just for, for instance, Ready Player One is about 90% different from the book. It's almost completely different. In fact, almost every aspect of it's different, except for like the characters. The bones are there, but you know it's it's very different. So if if you haven't listened to the spoiler cast and you still want to go see the movie, just beware. It's it's. It might throw you. Wow, that sounds like uh, that show Bones. I guess. Uh, the show Bones is based upon a, a book series by Kathy Reichs. Mm, okay. About an anthro, anthro, forensic anthropologist named Tendrance Brennan, but, uh, but the show is nothing like the books. Gotcha. It, other than the fact that the main character is named Temperance Brennan and she's a forensic anthropologist. That's, sure. That's the only I, I would thing have, in, in common. I would liken uh, <clears throat> it. The, the example I came up with was like that movie that had Jeremy Renner with Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, it's. it's it, but it's also very much the same as the book Ready Player One is. And I really enjoyed it. Um, Shannon took a little bit longer to warm up to it, but I really enjoyed it. That's why I was asking you, Angela, about how you felt, because I had a very hard time enjoying the movie. The The first time time I saw it. Right. Let me talk. The first time I saw it, I just, I was like, this is not like the book. But then once you actually see the entire film and you realize that there's so much not, the movie was not like the book, you enjoyed the different take of it and you enjoy the book by itself. So I was just curious, yeah. your take on the Harry Potter movie to book. I can always go back and read the and book. And how similar it is. So I mean, it's possible that with multiple viewings, you know, I, I could gain an appreciation of, of the movies independent of the films, but I, or of the books. But Yeah, they're good movies. Well, af- starting with Azkaban, they're good movies. And. Uh, I just, I love the book so much that I don't even, I don't really want to like the books, or the movies. Gotcha. Well, well they're not the same thing either. And, and they're not, they don't exclude each other, just like Ready Player One. Liking the movie doesn't exclude the book. I think the book's a masterpiece. I'd rate it 10 out of 10. But, uh, you know, and I'm always going to have that. I can always listen to Will Wheaton just drown me out. But uh, I thought the movie was fine. <laughs> Steven Spielberg at his best. The guy's a freaking magician. That he is. He's he's pretty good at what he does. Yeah. Been around a Make couple years. David Copperfield <laughs> looks silly. <laughs> well, Shannon, what do you got for Rex? Well, let's see. My recommendations are this week. I went out and saw Ready Player One twice. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't like it from the first time I saw it, I realized it's its own movie, and I recommend you see it, and I recommend you read the book, because they're like... Two separate experiences. I'm glad you saw it a second time before the spoiler cast. We would have had a much different conversation. I agree. <laughs> um, other things that I watched, um, not 100% proud of, um, I sat down and watched the Power Ranger movie with my kids. What's wrong with that? The when they say... New one? 
Yeah. Yeah, Shannon, we went and saw that in the theater. Yeah, when they say it's morphing time, I just laughed out loud hysterically and said, why am I watching this? <laughs> I, I thought it was okay. But then Luke turned on like the Power Ranger like TV show and I was oh, like, boy. it is so, how did they make a movie from this? Shannon, they're still making the TV show. It, yep. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, but thank goodness the movie wasn't a pile of crap. And Disappointed! It, and it had some good moments, some humor in it, so... Yeah, it's a if you want a recommendation. Also this week, I've been watching Lethal Weapon. Uh, I noticed all the Lethal Weapon movies are on Netflix. Yep. And I watched the first one and I forgot a lot that happened in the movie. So Hmm. it was a nice. You forgot Gary Busey was in there? (laughs) Yeah, I really did forget. Listen here, Biggs. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) But he lights his forearm on fire. Oh, yeah. It was just like... Mr. Joshua. Cheesy as all. But it made me appreciate it. So I'm going to try and watch... Because they're out there. You're like Pluto. <laughs> the next movie. So I'm going to shoot to watch Lethal Weapon 2. I love Lethal Weapon 2. Well, good. It's oh. simultaneously worse and better than the first one. Ah, paradox. <laughs> I think I've seen them all, but it's been a while. So I don't remember them. Three is a, is a mixed bag and four is a mess. But it's still fun. Yeah. The only one I remember watching is four. With Chris Rock? Yeah. Butters. It's Butters, baby. Butters. It's Butters, baby. Oh, yeah, because he's trying to date the daughter, right? Or Mary. Yo, baby. Oh, baby. He's not trying to date the daughter. (laughs) He's banged her and got her knocked it up. Oh. That that scene where they're in the dentist's office was freaking out. Yo, baby is having my baby. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, I Uncle Benny. I can't wait for that moment. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Jet Li's in there. Cool. Mm-hmm. He must be the bad guy. He's yeah. the awesome guy. Wow. His I point think... of view is a little weird. Did you say wow because I thought he was the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ray, no, she racist. On my forehead, <laughs> I guess. And the last recommendation I have is the kids have watched a series of unfortunate events on Netflix. Lemony Snickets. Yep. Starring NPH uh, and Patrick Warburton. Correct, which I thought was Buzz Lightyear, but is not. Got ya. I told you you're technically correct. He voiced Buzz Lightyear in the TV show. So, I just knew I heard that voice somewhere. I'm like, hey. Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. So the Um, kids are... Patrick Warburton is Kronk. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. See? I knew Oh, he's the tick. He's, I mean, what hasn't he done? No, no. I know him from the Emperor's New Groove hear voices all the time (laughs) that's sad (laughs) but anyways uh the kids watch series one i haven't seen any of series one i picked up on series two episode one and two and i was like oh i'm thinking of going all the way back to watch them because it was very interesting like it's different and i've heard it's very good so nathan fillion showed up and i was surprised but i liked it there's just some cadence about the characters that, oh my gosh, is this real? But they're like, <laughs> yes, it's real. It's just, I don't know. I'm like, how would you believe this is true? But it's, Neil Patrick Harris does a fantastic job. I saw there. I saw you guys were watching it and I was doing something, I don't know. And there was one joke I heard and it made me laugh. It was Wait. like, I am just a regular American gym coach. He's like, yeah, of course. You're wearing a tracksuit and tennis shoes. What else could you be? Yeah, with a turban. With a turban, yeah. Like a necklace around it. It was it, hilarious. It made me chuckle. So, 
yeah. So that's my last recommendation. So I had a few for this week, a few okay. things that I watched. And I would like to throw in there that Nathan Fillion gets a lot of, well, he gets, his voice gets a lot of screen time in Santa Clarita Diet. Oh. Yes, it does. I don't want to. And. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say anything else. Okay. Because he's in the se- first season and things don't go well for him. So how he shows up in the second season, that is going to be a surprise for people who haven't watched it yet. Hmm. Yep. It's it's a lot of fun, though. Oh, man. So my recommendation Even though he's a huge prick, I still love him. Oh, he's the best. Mm-hmm. Captain Hammer always. Um. <laughs> so Santa Clarita Diet, please watch. Ready Player One, please watch. I'd watch two movies for school this week. I'd watch Death Wish, the original 1974 Charles Bronson classic, um, before Canon Films got their hands on the series and flushed it on the toilet. This was a more gritty and realistic-ish revenge tale. Except Eli Roth's remake is superior than this movie in every single way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I, I could have swore, like, I'm watching the remake, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty much like the original. But in the original, Charles Bronson never goes and finds the people who killed his wife. He's just, no? out, just out there indiscriminately murdering people, yeah. Like, whereas that in the remake, weird. Bruce Willis is driven for revenge. Right. Nope, Charles All Bronson's John just Wickian. like, yeah, I'm just gonna just go kill people, just because they're gonna do it, I'm gonna do it too, I guess. Two rights, two wrongs make a right. But, so, and his acting sucks, balls. Hmm. Hmm. Bronson. I gotta tell you, he's in ridiculous shape. For what year was this? 1974. Okay. For how old he was? He's in real good shape. How old was he? Oh, I'm guessing he had to be about 50. My uh, Bronson Mm. lore is kind of small. Why'd you have to watch it for school? Um, It's part of... uh, I'm taking a political science class in film. So we're watching... We're talking about uh, politics... Political subjects, political science subjects, how do I say this right? And then there, he's using film as examples of these things. So we're talking about law and order, and we watched uh, Dirty Harry, and we're watching uh, Death Wish, and we watched 12 Angry Men, and now we're watching, and then we had to watch this movie called MFA. It is a acronym for Masters of Fine Arts, starring Clint Eastwood's daughter, Blah Blah Eastwood, <laughs> I don't remember her name. Uh... <laughs> It's a little-known film from last year, and it is very, very good. Another revenge tale. Um, hmm. It's topical because it's about campus rapes, and a girl has had enough of that jazz and takes it into her own hands. So it's very, very good. Um, blah, blah, Eastwood, whatever her name is. She's very good in it. Did you say blah, blah? Yeah, I don't remember her name. I could oh. look it up. I'm sitting in front it's, of... It's actually Betty Blah. Betty Blah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I'm glad Shannon's working on, on it. <laughs> Francesca. Well, he said, yeah. I thought he was joking, like, it's blah, blah, someone. So it's kind of funny it's part of her name. Francesca Eastwood. Oh, there's a there's a bunch of <laughs> Lady Eastwoods. Oh, smokes. So Charles Bronson was 53 when he was in Death Wish. Wow. And he's so a he, hot stud, huh? No, he's jacked. I mean, you know, for sure. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say you wouldn't. You would run away from him, but uh, oh. that works too. I've got a death wish too. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I'd let him hit me with both barrels. Why do I not have the wow. word for this? So he is not. I'm here on my farm in Texas. 
No, he's not a good looking man. He just, I just saying he was in good shape. So I was and, just gonna say he is not an attractive man. No, and he's got some no. weird mustache. Maybe, maybe the, yeah, I was gonna say maybe the mustache, but nothing else. Yeah. Good news, everyone. He looks old. Just <laughs> Shannon wants to just do drops, but she's too lazy to reach over and touch the mouse. Yep. Um so that's called MFA acronym, little known film. Uh very good. I also want to recommend Netflix's Big Mouth if you are into raunchy nope. comedy. And Shannon should it's almost a car- yeah. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Even better. It's got all my favorite comedians in the world in it. And they sausage all Sausage Party are super and it's not like Sausage Party. This one's actually good. Um it's about the coming of age story. It's about puberty, basically. I know you told me you were and, like, We should yeah, show well, it to Lucy. I didn't I was tell like, them. What? I almost should show it to Lucy because it's very poignant and it's it's from an adult's view of what they went through in puberty and it's kind of very informative. There's actually some clinically informative things in it. And mm. uh Interesting. It could be very useful, and it's also very, very funny. Sure. Doesn't the uh, cover art have a uh, pubescent boy with a boner? I don't know. It, a I boner? It was, I, no, no, no. I no, thought it was two boner. guys with giant mouths. Whoa. Well, the one guy's got a big mouth. It's Nick Cole. <laughs> okay, what is it called? Hold on. I gotta look this up. Um, yeah, but it's very good, and it's very funny, and everybody Hello. who I love from comedy is in it, and... I want them to make a season two. It ended kind of fun. What is it so, called? Big Mouth. Big Mouth. And the last thing I want to recommend, and I want to say farewell to, it was a very good four-year run for Star Wars Rebels. Oh, <gasps> it's over. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> they have finished their run on Disney XD. They are done telling that story, and I'm sure it's going to transition into something else. They have set it up so. So um, there will be continuing adventures for someone. The interesting thing about the show is that you understood that when it began it was pre a new hope but it but, ends uh, uh, after return of the jedi hmm. so thinking about rebels in relation to the force awakens and maybe who ray's parents are there's some mm. questions to be asked because I always thought that they would kill the two remaining Jedi on the show. Spoiler alert, they did not. <gasps> so Ray's lineage in the Force Ray? could still exist. Yes. Ray. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because it's gone. So it's been, a, it's been a popular fan theory for the show, spoiler alert, that Ray and Ezra, or Ray, Ezra and Sabine are Ray's parents. And it could still very well be the case. And the fact, how it ended... Yeah, and how it could be rolled out, it still it's could very be that possible. way. So I saw the last episode, so I guess I uh, Matt hasn't seen it, yet, and I know he watches the show, so I don't want to spoil it. So, so. stop talking about it, jerk. Uh, I highly recommend it. That it is Who a is very Sabine? Sabine is the Mandalorian girl with the colorful hair. Bay. <laughs> but it's a show that is so unique among kids shows in that it's so methodically paced they don't rush anything there's not oh they don't rush anything at all there's not explosions every five seconds they take their time and they tell this beautifully rich meaningful Mm -hmm. story about a guy's devotion to his home world and about him wanting to to free the people that his parents fought for that got killed for what they believed in so i mean it they took their time 
and I think it's so rare and I hope they just keep doing it because nowadays they need kids need like flashing on the screen every two seconds, like something big, funny, ha got a test for epilepsy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's very rare and I don't think we're going to see much more of it in the future to see a show this well done. So goodbye, Star Wars rebels. Can you also finish adventure time? Adventure Time is not done yet. They have one more episode, one more block of episodes to release. Oh, we're almost there. So, mm-hmm. and then okay, that'll so. be over forever too. Gotcha. But y'all know what time it is? Do 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 do. No, it is time for Shannon's impression corner. Boom boom. Let's go. Impression time. She's just doing a last-minute checkup on her phone to hear the voice she's going to do. And I'm going to go ahead and call it. She's going to sound just like it. Nope, but here we go. Katya. Katya? Oh, can we go back, please? My eyes are closed. Your eyes are closed? Not good enough. We're waiting. The wonderful thing about tickers. What? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I got... <laughs> what did you even say? <laughs> the wonderful thing about Tiggers. The wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. That's your Tigger voice? I, I've been trying all day and I was like, that sounds nothing like anything. I can't really do Tigger either. He's got a, I tried to do Piglet, a raspy Piglet quality like, to his voice. So whiny and like, oh, did it a deer? Sure. Oh, that's a really good way of the poo. I like your poo. <laughs> so brown. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I just I was not feeling it. I'm okay, so down. that was Tigger. Uh, um, um, um. What? We gotta do something. Something for Shannon's impression corner. Let's have her just do an accent really quick. Hit me with some Scottish girl. Sc- no. Since we already I, talked about Braveheart, I can't do Scottish. Matt, hit her up with a with a. Here, I'll try and read dialect cue. Uh, which one? Scottish. The, the big speech or what, what oh no just, hit, just some dialect so she gets a, a feel for the accent well mixed speeders twice as long as a man mixed some spears. men are longer than others oh some men are longer than others has your mother been telling you stories about Megan oh has she <laughs> is it we long <laughs> is it we long what is happening <laughs> she's trying I can't do I, I'm fail I'm fail. I failed. I'm going to pull that, and that will be in the soundboard for next week. I fail. I'm fail. Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't. I do William Wallace and his great part of his speech. I don't remember what part of that speech you did, but it was great. So that was a big old flop. Flop. Way to slam the brakes on an otherwise fun podcast. But here we go. Bam, bam, bam. The year was 1988. Eddie Murphy, superstar of his time, released a movie he helped create from T to B. This was his idea. He pushed for it. Would the fans respond? Would the critics respond? What was the Rotten Tomatoes score? Could I go last? Oh, go ahead. Angela. Um, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes score. If this if the critics have any kind of a sense of humor at all, then they're going to rate this, oh, a 73. 
Rotten mm. Tomatoes? 73 on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. Whew, Matthew. Man. Uh, I'm going to say she, like, Angela just guessed, like, the exact number almost um, that I was going to guess. I'll say. One higher, one lower. 64. <laughs> 64. Oh. 64 for Matt. Shenanananananan. One dollar. One dollar. Matt, you are the winner. It's got a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, which oh. is odd. For Rotten Tomatoes, is very high. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. We'll, we'll find out. Before I want to say any more, let's talk about the budget. Okay, I'll give you guys this. The budget for this movie was $28 million. Wow. What was the domestic gross? Domestic gross in 1988? Hmm. I'm going to go with 59. 59, says Matt. 70. 70, says Shannon. 82. 82. And what did you guess, Matt? I forgot already. 59, <laughs> I think. 15. Okay, so 82. 82 wins. This. Yay! is an odd duck of a movie because this is very much a cult classic yet it was also a financial a wild financial su- success it grossed grossed it grossed <laughs> i fail domestically 128 million i try and nice. add another 160 foreign wow oh and this Damn. thing would crush today's box office let alone in 1988 it was the fifth highest grossing movie of the year so glow <laughs> just let <laughs> your soul glow I think that's why I'll be singing that all week. So, yeah, and 68% of Rotten Tomatoes, it's high for a cult movie, too. But this is very much, I think, a huge cult following in that people who love it say it's 100% and it should have made $500 But, you know, so the year was 1988, right? Eddie Murphy was in the dead center of his string of hits. I would say that this is at his apex. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He started off strong after he left SNL, scoring with audiences with 48 hours, trading places, and then breaking out huge with Beverly Hills Cop. And he followed that with The Golden Child, Beverly Hills Cop 2, and then this movie, Coming to America. There'd be more hits after that, but I think it was on the downslide from his apex. And he had and a little at resurgence. Some point we get Naughty Professor. Daddy, and then... Daddy Daycare. That's okay, but now if you watched Mr. Church, his latest movie, you will be glad that Eddie Murphy has stuck it out because he is phenomenal. So, Oh, yeah? Phenomenal. Yay. Oh, take your box of Kleenex with you. You're going to ball your eyes out. Good oh, awesome. movie. So this movie about an African prince who wants to find love. Instead of having his marriage arranged, is both funny and heartfelt. It might be one of his most mature movies, even though it happened 30 years ago this year. It's a 30th anniversary. But in the end, guys, and- what did we think about what happened in this movie? I think it's completely implausible and ridiculous. They knew each other like a week and a half, but still. Oh, you know, he's going to marry somebody he didn't know at all. What's the difference? Right. It makes sense for him. It doesn't make any sense for her. I mean, I I don't know. Whatever. Any hoozles. Right. I think the the beginning of this movie is fun. Oh, it's so much fun. I I love the... uh, The song that Otto was singing, I I forgot that that song existed. (laughs) She's your queen to be. Oh my god! I was dying listening to that. Oh yeah, the the falsettos in this movie are fantastic. 
the fact that uh, King Joffrey, or yeah, King Joffrey, King Joffrey, Jaffe. that can't be right. Jaffe. Jaffe, thank you. King Jaffe and Akeem speak to each other at the breakfast table through an intercom yeah. because <laughs> their table's so long. And- that was one of my first notes, too, is when they're sitting there talking, he's like, you see, son, there's a very fine line between love and nausea. <laughs> and then Madge, Madge Sinclair does this awesome double take because it's not fast comedic. It's it's so nuanced. She's like she looks at him like this out of the side of her eye, looks back down. She thinks about it for a whole second, then looks back up like you mother. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I loved fantastic. it. Did you what did you think about Eddie Murphy actually doing an accent? He, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not super familiar with a lot of African accents, but you know, I, I thought he's it was doing good. a generic one. Yeah, you know, the guys, same one that you, Chadwick Boseman does in Black Panther. Right. Did you guys catch the uh, when the the bath attendant like stood up and she's like yeah. at his feet and she's like, "Oh yeah, I washed your the royal penis <laughs> is clean, your highness." Right. Uh. Well, yeah, it's that is very meant, you know, very much meant to show you that he's bored with everything. He just got a beeger in the bathtub, and he just went <sighs> like it's yeah. just it's like farting for him. It's like something I do every day, right? And I, I'm just I was watching it, and I'm just like, can you imagine? That's your life. Like you literally no. don't do anything for yourself. I mean, he didn't even brush his own freaking teeth. Yeah, he didn't even That's, gargle. Someone he didn't even gargle. <laughs> Somebody worked his throat for him. <laughs> and someone had to be in the bathroom with him. Right. That's just I want to wipe my own backside. <laughs> like, that's insane. I can't even begin to imagine. Oh, man. And I love that when James Earl Jones and him get pulled out after the whole dancing thing. And, and he's like, now, son, what's he say? He goes, uh, I never had this talk with you, but I was assumed you were having sex with your bathers. <laughs> I know I, I know do. I do. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel even worse for Madge Sinclair. You poor woman. Maybe she has sex with right? her bathers too. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe. Good maybe call, Shannon. Does. Plausible. Good she probably call. enjoys it too. <laughs> so what's with the, James uh, Earl Jones and Simi in Arsenio Hall not doing accents though? Madge Sinclair kinda has one on and Eddie Murphy has I, one on. I think Madge Sinclair, that's just her voice, isn't it? No, she's doing a little bit of an accent. She's got something going yes. on. I was going to yeah. say, um, I think Sounds Arsenio exactly kind of like tried to, too, in, uh... but as well. I thought James Earl Jones and Arsenio were just staying, like, almost British. Shannon, what do you think? Right. I'm a bad person to ask. I don't know the difference with any accent. I can't even do my own. Well, what did you think at the beginning I of the movie in Africa? You're being uncharacteristically quiet. I am because I think everyone knows how much I enjoyed the movie. Um, what do you want to know about the beginning? Yeah, what do you I, think w- about- I thought the special effects sucked. Um, the fact that the, I was like, "Is this a crayon drawing of a palace?" <laughs> and then it like zooms in. The only thing that looked clear were the little people walking around with elephants, and I'm like, "There's people that live in the middle of this forest." You know, everyone will probably get a kick out of the fact that I didn't think there was mountains in Africa, but. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's mountains everywhere. <laughs> well, of course. But I guess I wasn't thinking that that was that part of Africa. I guess when I think of Africa, I think of desert. Yeah, well, sure. the desert is, is actually smaller a than... big 
the mountains. I showed her on a map. It's mostly mountains, Africa is. Yeah, but the desert is a big portion of it, sure. Mm, smaller, less than mountains. Sure, yeah. I, I'm, I'm agreeing. It's a, big, it's a big desert, though. Yeah, it's a big desert. But they're in a very the lush, tropical world. portion of Africa. Probably like the, Con, the Congo, somewhere around there. In this mm-hmm. fake uh, nation of Zamunda. Mm-hmm. Which is rich, for some reason. Yeah, you know, you Lots didn't know, you know Black Panther. Incredibly witch. That's where Black It's incredibly witch. It's incredibly witch. A witch, a witch, a witch. I remember the fight scene that him and Arsenio have being better than it was, too. But it was fine. It was fun. Right? It was fun. They, I mean, it was, yeah. It was no Princess Bride, but no, you know, it was no, fun. No. It was fun. I think it's mostly about their dialogue that Arsenio is vapid and Eddie Murphy's deep, right? Right, yeah. That's Arsenio wants uh, Eddie's life, and Eddie just wants to wipe his own butt for a while. Right. Cook his own. F- Sow your royal oats, right? So to speak. It didn't right. seem like he had sex yeah, yeah. with anyone. He, he didn't. Yeah. He's getting blown by his bather at the very beginning. I guess. Okay. You know, he's just bored of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get the whole uh, introdu- introduction of the bride to be. Oh, the queen bride to be. To I'm be. sorry, it's ridiculous. What do you think of the dance number? When I was when I was young, I remember like being bored by that dance number. But now I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't remember the dance number at all. I haven't seen this movie in so long. There was so much. I I, I don't remember a lot of the Africa portions. Oh, okay. When I when I first or when I watched it, it was it's almost as if I fast forwarded through to when they were in the Queens on our VHS tape or something. Might have been. I watched it. So it cut a good half I, hour I, off the runtime. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was actually really good, and it was rather impressive. It wasn't super, you know, in sync, but it was. It was. I liked it. I wonder if Eddie Murphy wrote this to have, like, some of African culture displayed on the big screen. Because, oh. you know, that's... Eddie Murphy demanded, according to IMDb, to have $1,500 per week for a personal trainer, round-the-clock chauffeur service, a valet, and $1,000 per week given to his brother to stand in for him if necessary. Cool. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> what is wrong with you today? Do you mean is there some weird thing where you think Freddie Mercury and Charlie Murphy are the same person? No. What? I mean, the only what? thing they have in common is no. they're both dead. <laughs> no, oh no. lord! I I don't I don't know where my brain went. I stayed up listening to Queen. <laughs> oh man! Wow! Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Oh wow, Charlie Murphy! <laughs> you know, Frank Stallone. Oh. I did not. You know, I wish I would have seen like a preview for this movie. Maybe I would have enjoyed it more. But I didn't realize that most of the characters we kept seeing were, in fact, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, that looks like I Arsenio think- Hall is a girl. I was like, it is. I want to tear you apart. I was like, what? <laughs> Your little friend you, too. Friend too. <laughs> Oh, I thought it would have been funnier if it had if it had been like when Marshall met Oh Gael. Uh, no, met uh Lady Marshall and uh he was like you know, indoor. 
<laughs> I would have. I, I thought it would have been funnier if Arsenio was like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, it was funny. Because it was all anyways. good fun. The barbershop's all good fun. Oh, the barbershop is little, so much fun. Little Cuba Gooding Jr. getting a haircut. Yep. <laughs> we got Beta Cuba Gooding Jr. We got young Louis Anderson. We've got a younger uh, Sam Jackson. It's got some star power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, can we talk about the fact that the Queen to Be's dad stole the idea of McDonald's for his. Story? Oh, you mean his love interest? Yeah, he's straight, up, Dowels, he's, he's straight up ripping off McDowell's. And in fact, you see him later on in the movie looking through the operations handbook for McDonald's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and he goes through it. Like, he's like, they have the golden arches. We have the golden arcs. Got the they have Mac. the Big Mac. We got we the, Big, the Mac. Big Mac. Yeah. Like, it's, but ours don't have sesame seeds. Like, he's clearly just. Yeah. Playing. What's with the hats though? The hat with the little pom pom on it. Uh, they were awful. different because I think they had like a uh, a different hat it, for McDonald's at the time. Yeah, that was like more like the uh, you know what I'm talking about just the normal round cap, like a like not a, cap. It was I don't know how to say it, like the flat cap that you would put on, and it was like a boat, like no, a oh, like, like a like a like an old diner's yes hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you're aware of this because of the 30th anniversary. A few times they've pop-up restauranted uh mcdowell's in oh, queens yeah in no la way. yeah Aww, they, i believe fun. that they just converted a mcdonald's but i'm not sure they did that's according fun. to imdb mcdowell's restaurant was actually a wendy's on queens boulevard scheduled to be closed for there renovations <laughs> and so the production was approved through mcdonald's for them to make shift a mcdonald's there because they were going to put it there anyways but the guy down the street who owned the McDonald's, I guess, came with his lawyer and was like, I'm going to sue you for everything. But he's like, no, 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 we're doing a movie. <laughs> but yeah. it says the restaurant remained in business until 2013. The Wendy's. What? Say that again. It says the restaurant remains in business until the early 2013s and the building was then demolished. Wendy's, though, not McDowell's. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'm Wendy's? guessing it's Wendy's. Gotcha. Yeah, they had a pop-up restaurant in L.A. for Halloween for McDowell's, and I, it wasn't That's in fun. it wasn't in a McDonald's, but it was in another eatery, and it had like gourmet food, obviously. <laughs> right, I gotta say that too. I'll yeah. say that later. So nice celebration there. Uh, where are we at now? Let's see what else do I got to talk about. Oh, I yeah, bet so people missed the Concord. Watching that thing fly. I actually, I actually did uh, say something like that plane looks like a spaceship and jason was like i'm pretty sure that's a concord yeah you could like fly <laughs> like, oh. london to new york in like two and a half hours three hours or some bull crap like that like redonkulous oh oh wow yeah that's super fast that that makes sense now when joe said it. i was like oh okay some fast airplane i thought he was joking <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna look it up right now cool and uh the other the other problem I have with this movie is in twenty one years his little rat tail is only a foot long. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Well he braids it so it's probably shorter. The the part where he gets gets cut off is hilarious though. So. That'll oh be eight dollars. <laughs> How do I look? Exactly the same. Yep. Except right. with uh, a weird and long ponytail. 
What you got in here? Ain't nothing but juice and berries. <laughs> There's no chemicals. So the new Concorde, they're making a new Concorde. The new one flies from New York to London in three hours. Nice. Yes, and I think the old one did about that. Wow. A normal flight is like 14 hours, isn't it? Uh, six, I think. Oh, that's yeah. less impressive then. <laughs> uh, well, it's going 1,600 miles per hour. Okay. Alrighty then. Is that what I'm reading here? I don't know. The new one goes 1,600 <laughs> miles per hour. That's okay. fast. Nice. That is that's fast. fast. Back to the movie. Okay. So, why... The daughter was pretty hard up for some... So, you've got Eric LaSalle, Vapid, right? Huh? Yeah. Daryl. He's okay. a, he's and you've a got Lisa, boy. who is not. She's more about the real things in life and stuff that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, she's never going to click with this dude. Right. But her dad likes him because money. his he's parents rich. invented... Money, And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that song still makes me laugh 30 years later. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, so, they're just never going to get along, and Akeem wants a Lisa. He's looking directly for a Lisa. Someone who isn't just empty. Right. But at the end Listen, of the movie, train. she's okay with living a rich life. Well, she's okay with Akeem. It doesn't matter about the rich life. That was always... That was never, like, what was important to her. She loved him when he was a goat herder. Right. This is a classic movie trope, right? Right. And the sister wants what She's also has. vapid. Yeah. She's super vapid. Yeah. She ends up with Eric Lasalle, which... bright pink outfit. Little, the bright pink right? outfit with the crazy earrings. I have that written down. That is... <laughs> who would wear that? Oh, man. So, I did a little trivia... We loved a movie from 2017 that featured one Eric LaSalle. Can anyone name that movie without looking at IMDb? It's Daryl, no, right? Because, but it's been bugging me because I know him from somewhere and it's driving me crazy. Right? Well, Daryl Poofy Sogol Man? Think of him yeah. as having no hair, maybe a baseball cap, and helping out Logan. No. What? He's the farmer dad in Logan. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Strange what a hundred years can do. <laughs> so he's not always a shirt hole. Wow. Speaking of shirt holes, uh, New York used to be a real shirt hole. Yeah. And it has come a long way since 1988. Well, just Queens. Yeah. All of New York used to be like that. Oh my gosh! So his him just coming his coming to America and. You know, interacting with her for the first time yeah. is spectacular. <laughs> right? so what does it. dumb mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What does dumb fuck mean? Oh, that's great. Oh, and he sees the Soul Glow commercial and it made me laugh. And then there's the nightclub scene where he gets tries to meet all the women. And, that's oh, God, living and then we get the beautifulness that is the black awareness rally and Reverend What's His Nuts and <laughs> Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sexual chocolate! He's stomping on the ground. Oh my gosh, I was dying. They're both. Oh my goodness. They are both crushing their job at that oh, day. Oh, they were amazing. Absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, we got this horny preacher who's like, God exists because of these girls and their butts. It's so. Yeah. It's you said it as walking away. God is great. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a God in heaven. Because of what I'm seeing right here, 
it's, it's so bizarre. It's so gross. I agree. Gross. Yucca. And then we've got, I forget what his character's name is, but Eddie Murphy singing the I Believe the Children Are a Future song. Uh-huh, it's like Eric Watson or something like that. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's Watson. It's uh, Sherlock? Uh, Darnell Watson or? I don't know. It's completely generic anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual Chocolate was his band. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody hates him. Oh, yeah. He's not that bad. He's not that but the bad one old dude did it from the barbershop. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Who was that oh, playing him? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> who he... was that that played the old guy, by the way? Oh, just a character actor. Uh-huh. Just one, you know. Uh, something Amos or something. I yeah, Clint, I think his name was. I don't, I don't remember. But that that one was that was odd, man. Then McDowell's comes, and we get a youngish Louis Anderson, and he's still crushing it today. You can just, He plays... Uh, Zach Galifianakis's mom on Baskets, and I guess he's real fun on that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Young Sam Jackson is in one of my favorite cameo appearances of all time. Oh, oh, when he tries to shoot up the McDowell's restaurant? He tries to rob him, yeah. You must put this away or I'll thrash you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he does. Making Eric LaSalle look like a puss wuss. Which he was. Is. Right, and then later he's like, oh, I would have helped you, but I had coffee, you understand. Right. Right. Hot coffee. Yeah, and they're at that party where he, surprise, says that he's just engaged to Lisa without ever asking her. I mean, would that, is that a move that ever works? No, I mean, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely absurd. That's how you it would get probably work with Patrice, the sister. Yeah. Right. Someone who doesn't know any better. Right. And Lisa does the whole cross-arms, angry mouth thing, so you know she's upset. She's very upset. But it kind of works out for Eddie Murphy. She falls right into his arms. Absolutely. Immediately, she's just like, it's so easy to talk to you, because all you do is agree with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I can't find the name. I'm looking. Clint Uh, Smith. I just think it's a real dick move, you know. I mean, what a... Ugh, piece of crap right uh, one of my favorite little side jokes in the movie too was when all of Eric LaSalle's family gets off the couch oh, to yeah. the announcement and their, their soul glow marks on the couch they all had the same haircut too why yes. was Jerry Curl ever a thing I don't know I have no idea was that I a Prince it, thing like, no Jerry Curl was just a thing in the 80s maybe oh, late 70s to 80s that. Yeah. No, it way before then. They they had the, a lot of the musicians had it in like the fifties and stuff. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And it was Ooh. always that weird Weird what? Weird they they all had like the same haircut, basically. Yeah. I Just, mean <laughs> in the Soul Glow commercial, the dude Jerry Curl often spelled Jerry or Jerry Curl is a permed hairstyle that was popular among African Americans during the nineteen eighties. Invented by the hairdresser Jerry Redding, the Jerry Curl gave the wearer a glossy, loosely curled look. So it was invented in the 80s. Hmm. Hmm. Crazy. I thought, like, never mind. Okay. Well, I said a funny line that wasn't in the movie, but there was a poster saying, see you next Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I said, huh, see you next Tuesday, and Joe just started laughing. He's like, now you're seeing things? I was like, I guess so. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> but I guess there's some meaning to that poster. Because it says, 
On the movie poster in the subway station, the movie claimed to star Jamie Lee Curtis, who was appearing in Trading Spaces in 1983. So it must have been like a error to the movie. Well, they were in Trading Spaces or Trading Places together, Eddie oh. Murphy and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. And this is a joke Shannon didn't get. She's never seen Trading Places. Is the old guys that he gives the bag full of cash to? Oh, Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici. Yeah, they're the people he bankrupts in Trading Places. Yeah. Gotcha. I didn't understand that either. Yes. Mortimer. We're back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I found the guy. Randy Watson was his Randy name. Randy Watson. Yeah, that's his name. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, Sexual so much fun. chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> so when Arsenio Hall is wiring for money, he <laughs> says, you, you think 300000 is enough? Should I go four hundred thousand? She's like, yeah. Why not go with the full million? million you know, because she's you're asking for it. He's like, don't you think that'll be too much? Nah. <laughs> and I thought they outlawed the pedal thrower ladies, but they came along to throw pedals. No, for a key. only for Eddie Murphy. Oh, he's got his own money. <laughs> but like the king didn't want him to know he was there, but yet you saw flower petals everywhere. I don't want to alert him to my presence. Right? That's how how he was alerted to his presence. Exactly. There's flower petals everywhere, man. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. But It's like you could follow my bread. King Jaffe Jofer is not exactly the most worldly of men. Mm. Doesn't matter how many oats he sowed. Mm. (laughs) Think he had more than one son? (laughs) It's possible. Mm. But his only legitimate son and only rightful heir to the throne of Zabunda is Akeem. Interesting. Yeah. So, I what really about thought the that... landlord. <laughs> that guy cracks me up in everything he's ever in. Right? Frankie Faison. Yep. Is I he Donald him. Faison's dad? I have no idea. I'm kidding. I think it's spelled differently. But yeah. I love the line it's... where he's like, I'll switch you over. No, he's like, we need another apartment after uh, Arsenio really screws the pooch with Lisa and decks out their place. Yeah. Right. Oh, gosh. Can we go backwards? When they first go into the apartment <laughs> and he goes, now, this place is real effed up. Blind guy used to live here. <laughs> there's, like, blood all over Shame would have the dog. Yeah, and when he sees the chalk outline, there's the chalk outline of the dog, and he goes, dang shame what they did to that dog. <laughs> Just right? cracked me up. What is happening? Oh, man. Yeah, but later on, when he goes, oh, you can have my place. You guys will love it. It's a real shirt hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And he oh, smiles man. through everything, like, awesome, I can't wait. You know, I want the best or the worst of everything. I didn't yeah. quite get that, but... And then Arsenio gets caught out by King Jaffe Jofer, and he's like, go to the go to the Waldorf Astoria, get a clean pair of clothes, and somebody bathe him, and then one of the bathers just, like, licking her lips at Arsenio. He's like, <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, I'm really sad about right. this. I'm so sad about the beedra <laughs> I'm about to get. Oh my gosh, when he opens the door and just screams and <laughs> <slams> it. <laughs> Hello, your highness. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, what a what a noob. <laughs> Good lord. And this is after he's already told uh little sister that he's the prince of Zamunda. Oh yeah, and he's getting busy oh, with dude. Patrice. And she straight up like rejects Akeem, man. Yep. Oh, yeah, because he's just a servant. Mm-hmm. This is where I wrote down, 
It's the 80s, so the clothes are ridiculous, but Patrice's pink outfit and the crazy earrings, what the fart. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is, is going on there? It's craziness. And then we get to the apex of the movie, right? We're getting to the climax where Akeem and Lisa are in love. They've had a date, and he's gone walking around town singing, I'm in love! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some time to F shot. off. <laughs> And she's going back home, and King Joffy Jofer's in town, and he's trying to get Akeem separated from Lisa because he's got to go get back and get married. And then we, we get juggling, and McDowell has to do all the juggling of all these people in his house. Yeah, I thought the part where he uh, kind of stood up to the king was pretty pretty interesting. Oh hell yeah! I'll give you one million U.S. dollars. <laughs> he said he's going to break his foot off in his butt. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I did appreciate how the dad stood up for his daughter, though, and said, no, I don't want your millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, thanks for listening that's, to the podcast. That's what we are just talking about. <laughs> I thought that's why it was pretty interesting, because like before that, he's all about the money, and then... Oh, yeah. When real he, money shows up, he's like, eh, eh. That's what, yeah, thank you, Matt. Hello? I also like how the queen is on the side of, well- uh, of love and of her son, and she doesn't really care about the traditions, probably because she's a put-upon wife whose husband has sex with his bathers. <laughs> <laughs> probably but uh it looks like there's a coming to america sequel coming we'll see what? coming back to america mm-hmm. what? eddie murphy's kid no him eddie murphy arsenio hall kevin black or kevin hart kevin michael oh, nice. blackson this kevin hart his son maybe that would make sense. I don't know mm-hmm. yet. And he's going to go to America to find a wife? Maybe he Maybe. says that's the only way he can find a wife. Maybe. We'll You're see. not allowed to have prearranged marriages anymore. So what do you guys think of the subway car scene when he has to go and find Lisa in the rain and he chases her down into the subway and they have their little heart-to-heart and you got all the, I thought that was, what's that? the... All the onlookers are like going back and forth and, and just go for it, honey. <laughs> My pink lipstick. What's that, Matt? I said I thought that was actually pretty charming. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was sweet. Hmm. But she didn't I liked buy it. it. She did not buy it. She gave hmm. him her his or she gave him back the half a million dollar earrings. Yeah. That gave he away. gave her. He gave to some old lady. CEO. Yeah. She she was like, If you're really a prince, I'll marry you. I'll marry you. <laughs> But she rejects him, and uh, he leaves America, goes back to Africa to marry Princess, I'll do whatever you want. I'll hop on one leg while barking like a large dog. Like a large dog. Woof. No, she was (laughs) like a monkey. First she did a a dog, and it was like a small dog. He's like, bark like a large dog. And she, woof, woof. <laughs> then it was an orangutan. Then it was hop on one then foot. It was and she orang- left the room yeah. like that. Anyways, get a life, lady. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do whatever you what want. She was, she was raised to do that her yeah. entire life. What's your favorite raised. movie? Whatever your favorite movie is. Whatever you oh, like. Right. right. Yeah. And you see her walking down the aisle. And it looks like somebody washed the wedding dress with a red sock in there. Oh my gosh! And it, it pink. is enormous. It was too big. But Spoiler it made alert. you believe that it was the other chick. It was Lisa. I don't, believe for, a, I don't believe no. for a second that it fit in that carriage. <laughs> the, uh, the acting and the direction were pretty thorough because if you watch closely, um, 
when they before they have shown it's uh, Lisa, Arsenio Hall's got this giant smirk on his face, like I know something you don't know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then I love it how McDowell pops up next to the king and queen, and he, yeah. oh, yeah. he just does not <laughs> like, fit in. <laughs> like when she describes Akeem as being regal, McDowell is the anti-regal. Right, <laughs> he's a beagle. <laughs> it's like, hey, everybody, I'm up here too. I'm gonna sell McDowell's to McDonald's. Exactly, that's probably all he's thinking about. I'm gonna open McDowell's in the palace. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get into a carriage uh, and take off, and that's it. You think? Well, it, first um, they make out. They make out in the aisle. Oh and yeah. The uh, the singing guy is like, we're not there yet. Stop it. Oh, I need to sing first. Yes. (laughs) She is now your queen. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever song he would sing. Right. In falsetto, of course. In falsetto, of course. And then that's it. Movie's over. Well, she, he's, she's like, you really would have given up all this for me. And he's like, yeah, I still would. And she's like, Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm here, I might as well enjoy being a princess or a queen or whatever she is now. And you know, it's been 30 years, and I guess in the spirit of all the things you could remake, reboot, or do a uh, seek boot, as they've been doing these. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind this one being. Done. No, me neither. I'm on board. I, I didn't find an article that actually was like confirm, confirm. Yeah, they talk about doing a lot of those. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, triplets has been in the works not... for forever. Mm-hmm. Right. With Eddie Murphy as being the, the triplet brother of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Right, yeah. right. I yeah. mean, that sounds fantastic. I don't even care how bad it is. I will go see it in the theater. Wow. No, that, that is awful. I, I don't, I can't. But I bet I you, if Arnold's going to do it, I bet you it's going to just be the right type of awful that will be fantastic. I don't know. I I don't remember actually ever watching Twins. I'm Twins sure is quite fun. I can't imagine. Talk to the hand. <laughs> uh, twin. I remember Twins being quite fun. Some of it's dated it's, because they talk a lot about Aqua Velva and stuff like that. But it, <laughs> yeah, is it as fun as Junior? Well, Junior's a crap show. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right. Just making sure. It's garbage town. Are we ready yeah, to just, review this? Yeah, let's he- hear your rating since you're the stickler in the mud. You don't even want to talk about this movie. You have nothing to say. I'm sorry. I, we we want to hear negative talk too. You just shut your mouth this whole time and said nothing. But whatever. Let's that's go. That's because I didn't enjoy the movie. I'm sorry. Well, there was other things going on around our house that I you had a problem with. I think I wouldn't have enjoyed it, but okay. I just, you could not connect to anything. You were... In just a really bad mood. I think that had a lot to do with why you didn't like the movie. Okay. How about I don't go first then? No, go first. Let's hear it. No, I don't want to ruin the mood. No, I veto. We'll, don't worry. We'll pick it all up. It's fine. <laughs> I hate everything. You haven't talked the whole time. Talk now. She's just staring me down. <laughs> Would you rate it? All right. I'm going to hit you with your apps then. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. You think they'll get me to talk? <laughs> I'm on my farm here in Texas. Hello, Katya. Katya, you remember me? I'm the president of the United, United States. States. Nothing yet, Shannon? 
This is like a 14 minute drop. Come on, you know you want to sing along. Come on now. What about Margaritas? Come on now. More Margaritas. Now you can go. I love the intro. Angela, did you want to rate the movie? No, go ahead, trash the movie. It's fine. Well, I didn't like. I didn't like the movie. I didn't think it was funny. Okay. I didn't like the humor. You I know was, what? It actually was less. I wanted to mention that it was less humorous than I remember. Like, even though I, there were some parts that were pretty hilarious. Yeah, like I guess I didn't understand it as much. I didn't watch movies at all when I was a kid, and if there was a lot of humor to date back to that time, I didn't get it. So it was hard for me to enjoy it. Like the love story was cute, but I that's the only part of the movie that I liked. Really. Like the other parts of it I was like, what the hell? Like I didn't understand that they were playing other people and I was like, I am confused <laughs> on what is happening in this movie. And to one part of the movie you said was a um, like what was when he gives away his money? It's an to homage those, oh, to yeah, and I think to his previous film. And I had no idea what that was either. And I think I didn't either. I didn't remember that. So for me to enjoy a movie, you want to enjoy all of it. You, it was hard to put myself in that place to enjoy it since I felt like I was kind of lost during most of the movie. So I rated it a two out of ten. Okay, that's you can rate it however you want. That's fine. Of course okay. I can. Thank you, <laughs> Angela. Um, I am going to give this a six. I, I. I did watch it as a kid. I, I watched it all growing up. I haven't seen it in many, many moons now. Um, but there were, and like I said, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't remember from this from this film. And it, it is my brand of comedy, and I'm a big fan of Eddie Murphy, especially from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, it was fun, and I, I liked watching it. For sure. Matthew? Uh, wait, did Angela rate it? Oh, yeah, yes. six. Um, I liked this film, even though I, like Angela, I hadn't seen it in, in millennia. Um, <laughs> it wasn't quite as funny as I remember it being. I remember, like, kind of laughing throughout the whole thing, but instead it was more like there were some hilarious parts, and then there were some parts that weren't hilarious. Sure. Um, but I don't remember the love story being as charming um, as it was. Yeah, I um, agree with that. I'll give it a 5.94. 5.94. I think I have a pretty good observation as to why you guys remember it being funnier. Is You don't remember it being an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah, it was pretty long. It was exceptionally long for a romantic comedy, about 20 to 30 minutes longer than most movies of this ilk. And I think if you recut this movie to 90 minutes, I think you have a tighter, funnier, faster-paced movie. But I do have to give them some props for 1988. Taking their time, a slower-paced, you know, romantic comedy. It, I mean, it kind of stands out on a on a shelf on its own. I, don't, I can't think of any uh, romantic comedies with, like, this long of a runtime. I mean, 1988. When did Harry Met Sally come out? 87 or 89, one of the two, I think. So this is this is right time. in the beginning of, you know, the development of romantic comedies, you know. It wasn't Oh no, that's not true. 
Lover no. Come Back and all those romantic comedies have been a thing for a, a long time. Yeah, they they were doing those in the 40s 50s, and all that. 50s, 60s, with the 70s. Jerry Curls that I didn't know. Yeah, but in the, you know, in the... They, Rob they Reiner, all had their Billy own... Crystal, and Meg Ryan invented the modern romantic comedy. I'll give yes, you that. Because, that that's yeah. what I mean. I'm sorry. The modern romantic The format comedy. was... This one doesn't fall into that format, though, because the When Harry right. Met Sally format that's still being beat to death today is friends have sex, realize it was a mistake, but then realize it wasn't. Mm. Or, or people meet and break up and then... Or there's a together. secret they're hiding or, you know, there's... Right. And this does fall into that category. Sort of, yeah, but I mean, this is this is more of a Rock Hudson, Doris Day type of thing that they made fun of in Down With Love where, you know, he pretends he's an astronaut. <laughs> right. You know, to get the girl, whatever, so. Anyway. Because she would never like, or she didn't want, you know, who he really was to affect her. Did you rate it? Well, I haven't rated it yet, but anyways, I think that this is a really well done movie, and I think there's a reason it's a cult classic, and I rated it a 7 out of 10. Okay. It's not perfect. It could have been better. It's not. Has everyone seen it but me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a classic. A lot of people see this movie. Like. I understand. I was just saying I've never. Like. For me it's really hard to like a movie. That's taken place. During my childhood or previous. To now. I think I have a better appreciation for movies now. That's weird. So. Like you can't enjoy a movie from like the forties or fifties. I think I can. I just think it has to be really good because we have, gosh, we had Steven Spielberg that gave us so many great movies that it's hard to even compare. I suppose. Come on, like one of my, the movie I watched growing up was on a VHS that was recorded from TV. Was The Empire Strikes Back? Okay. Over and over and over again, and Tremors. So, those are the two movies I watch. I'm not going to argue with those. Those are great movies. But I didn't really watch any other movies. I understand. But what I don't understand is, like, you can see an old movie and then understand that it's good. Like, we've watched older movies. Mm -hmm. And you've loved them. Like, Three Amigos. Right. I don't know. Like I said, to me, I think it had to do with there's too much connection or continuity that I just couldn't get. You didn't understand the connective tissue of Eddie Murphy and... Yeah. It's like I kept falling through the crack of what's happening. And I couldn't keep the... Like, I kept stretching to understand it. And it just couldn't connect for me. Yeah, weird. Hey, whatever. Just let your soul glow. Let it shine (laughs) through. Well, I got some... (laughs) I got some curling solution. What's that called, Angela? Sweet... Jelly curl. Yeah, I got sweet, sweet jelly rain. curl. Not jelly sweet curl. jerry curl. <laughs> nope, it's sweet jelly curl. <laughs> oh, do you guys. love it? I do. It's awesome, right? Cheaper on Amazon. Yes. Oh my gosh. But that was coming to America. Um, mixed um, feelings here. I think we've crossed pretty much the whole gamut of what we thought about the movie from two to seven. Yep. Varying degrees of love for Eddie Murphy and I don't know one of his most. You know, I will say. I will say that uh, even though the movie could have been better, we kind of all agree on that. Um, I still would have liked to see Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy in something. Again, else. again, yeah. Like even in the eighties, would have been amazing, you know. Instead of like trying to do a remake, sure. 
I don't know how many more movies Arsenio Hall was ever even involved in. I've Not never, a lot. I've never looked it up. But that's where we stand. What did you guys think of Coming to America? Is it one of your favorites? Have you not seen it in a long time? You remember it? You remember just the funny parts? And you don't remember uh, the slow parts between funny parts? <laughs> like Angela. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were in Africa? I don't even remember that. I honestly just... It completely... And seriously, though, you can, you can cut out 30 minutes mind. of this movie. And you can have a tight, you know, different funny movie. I don't know. But... I thought it's very sweet. It's very good. But yeah. Hit us up at moviedummies.com. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, next week. Next week on the Movie Dummies podcast. We're going to talk about uh, another movie Shannon probably won't like, but I think she should. It's a little newer. It's called Torture. So That's what they do to me. And it stars people what? she absolutely <laughs> loves. Supposedly. Do you not like I Brendan failed. Fraser? Brendan Fraser? Yes, I like Do you like Fraser. Adam Sandler? Yes. Do you like Steve Buscemi? I think so. He's the weird looking guy in all the Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can, the, the you can do it? No. Let's not see. Who else is in here? Chris Farley. No. no. Michael McKeon. Judd He's Nelson. He's the one with no? the crazy eye. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Joe Montana. All are in this movie. All superstars of funny. And it's called Airheads from 1994. As long as it's really funny. Where we get to steal, see the, the Lone Rangers <laughs> <laughs> try to get their song on the air through any means necessary. And I love this movie, so it'll be fun to talk about. Cool. So until then, thanks for listening, guys. Hit us up at moviedivings.com, and we'll uh, interact with you there. Give us a rating on iTunes. That always helps people find us. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Joe. I'm I'm Shannon. <laughs> You guys knew. <laughs> you guys knew. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. And I'm boring and Angela. Awesome. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh, bye. bye. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Make a way. Still didn't get it. <laughs> Still didn't get the catchphrase. What is it? <laughs> nope. Don't uh, tell her. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on. I was going to try to stop her. Um, we, we lad, me Michael Bay. Nope, Yay. Not, still not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Uh, Three words. I know. I didn't put them in the right order. Well, that's what we're waiting for. Oh. Bye, uh, Holly. Um. <laughs> just, just going to keep wasting tape. Yay, Michael Bay. <laughs> Perfect. See you guys. Yay. Yay. Bye. Thanks for listening, Meatbags. Remember to check us out on moviedummies.com and I'll catch you on the flippity-flop. <laughs>